0: Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Star Wars Visions. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Ed. Hello, hello. And Noma. Hello there. How are we guys doing today?
1: Not pretty good. Game complete.
0: Eh. Final Fantasy 16, 16's out, I guess, and Ed is going crazy on Final Fantasy 16. I am, and
2: Noma oh, is followers. envious. <laughs> it's like, why? Honestly, honestly, I wasn't when it was first announced and came out, but now that I, we've been talking about it, you're like kinda, FOMO, you're like, no,
0: no, kinda. yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, it's just like if there are big spoilers, it'll be a shame if I get spoiled on them. But yeah, yeah. your you diligence online,
0: those. you should be okay.
2: That that's the one bright side with, like. Armored Core versus Final Fantasy. Yeah, where like Final Fantasy is plot heavy, so there's going to be a lot of spoilers. But Armored Core, as excited as I am for it, I have never been invested. Yeah, in you
1: just Corps want to blow it. shit up want to with a mech. Things yeah, happen, just fly around yeah. and destroy shit.
2: Well, like that's, that's yeah, great. especially because of the pacing, it's it's kind of paced like if you've ever seen like Ace Combat or Wing Commander. Or I love Ace like, Combat. Like, I love Ace Combat it's, so it's, much. It's that part where like plot points just come out of left field with yeah. no lead up whatsoever. The so he, there's a big meme from 4Answer which is one of my favorites but in 4Answer you get up to a certain point and then these like new bad guys show up and then in the cutscene they're like it was then that Orca appeared and you're like who the fuck are Orca and their links were just as good as next and you're like "What? what, what is this? Ooh, yeah. what, what is any of this?
0: 100%. So. I just played those Ace Combat games for, you the, you for the gameplay. story
1: like two hours in and then the last 50 hours you've been doing random nothing. Yeah, yeah. And you've anyway. completely yes. forgotten
0: <laughs> Blowing shit up.
2: So...
1: Oh,
0: well, nice. Well, Ed, we're not talking about Ace Combat or Armored Core or Final Fantasy 16 today. What are we talking about?
1: Yes, we are. No, okay. (laughs) This (laughs) is now
2: the Final Fantasy 16 podcast. Exactly. We can twist it to whatever we want.
1: We are discussing the events of Visions Season 2, Episode 8, The Pit. And we're going to talk about what happened in this episode, talk about any Easter eggs that we found or we saw in this episode. And if there's any that we miss or if there's any that we gloss over that you think are more important than we made them out to be, please get in contact with us. There's many ways to do so. You can contact us. Well, no one will let you know how to contact us. Let's be real. If you miss any of that, then we will repeat it at the end of the episode. Have no fear.
2: Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, one of the easiest ways to contact us is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we've also got our email, which is connect at Social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at VoiceForcePod. Uh, As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing listener base and is very much appreciated. Uh, You can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you us a 5,000 comment, helps with visibility. And you can subscribe for free for latest episode as soon as it releases. Uh, as always, we're still on Twitch. And you can find us there at twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Uh, it's sliding a little bit more into kind of like a variety ch- channel right now. <laughs> um, but we are right now, it is uh, me and my VTuber friend, Roomba friend. Uh, on Tuesdays, we are doing just kind of whatever... Seems cool to us uh, this week. I don't know when this episode is coming out, but uh, this week for us, we did a kind of experiment where okay. I got Roomba to uh, try and play Tropical 5 to see how good of a benevolent dictator he could be. Um, that was interesting uh, right up until it started to fall apart. <laughs> um, and on Fridays and sometimes Saturdays uh, at around 6 p.m. EST, I will be uh, recording the Arma streams. Uh, that I do alongside my uh, 91st Mobile Reconnaissance uh, Star Wars company. Um, not mine as and I own them, but mine is, in I am part of their ranks. Um, so if you want to see an uh, idiot in a tank running around and shooting everything that he can see or th- that he's cleared to shoot, uh, then you can <laughs> join us there as well. Uh, outside of that, if there's any games that anyone listening uh, is interested in watching us play, uh, let us know. We'd be more than happy to try them out as long as we've got them. Uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully we will see you over at Twitch.
0: And don't forget to say rocket before you shoot.
2: <laughs> yeah, rocket, rocket, rocket. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you guys. And uh, just before we get the spoiler warning, are we are we sure it's the left pit or the right pit? Which one is it?
1: It's the pit.
0: It's the pit. Which okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. This is your spoiler warning. If you have not watched this episode, go watch it before you come here and listen to the episode because we're going to spoiler everything in this episode i don't know what i'm doing with my accent here but That's it's safe. uh it's a good episode are you good
1: head at- she jumped oh no is she okay right oh she's well, fine she's fine. sturdy as shit okay jumped off the top of the chair right into the fucking floor like she wants to go back
2: in she's like yeah bah. yeah Trico likes doing that too yeah. committing, committing suicide jumps no just jump and bounce and yeah be like what happened who did this smack whack whack yeah. <laughs> why did you let this happen
0: watch the episode first and then come back and listen to ours because we're gonna get into it noma let's start with those credits
2: So, yeah, this is Visions Season 2, Episode 8, The Pit. Uh, The animation studio is a a duo this time. It is Darch Taggio and Lucasfilm LTG. Uh, So we got both of them working on this. Uh, The writer for the episode is uh, Leandre Thomas. The director is uh, Leandre Thomas and Justin Ridge. And the music is by Daniel Lopatin. And as always, if I've mispronounced anybody's names, I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, so I'll have some information on uh, Darch Stagio, um, and then I guess I'll try to pronounce it correctly. I'm not sure. I think it's, How you it's pronounce DR Stagio. Yeah, DR Stagio. Yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, because they're an interesting studio, um, and they've done a, a lot of little things that I think all of us have seen, which is interesting um but yeah with that being said let's jump into the synopsis uh so as always with visions this episode is pretty short uh the episode opens with a bunch of stormtroopers uh, marching with uh like i don't know two three dozen uh human prisoners uh, across a windy desert landscape um until they reach a point where stormtrooper commander steve bloom um uses a scanner to basically figure out what area they're in and then once they get there He kind of, like, not really unlocks, but I guess, like, deactivates the Prisoner's Shackles, um, tells them to start digging, so they start digging this pit. We get this, like, big little montage of um, the pit kind of slowly getting deeper and deeper and deeper. It it ends up going on for so long that— and this is something I'm kind of curious about, and I guess you could use Star Wars logic, but um, they basically build an entire city off in the distance— while this pit is being made. Um, and so eventually it hits a pit depth where, I mean, immediately for me, I was thinking of um, what's it called? Dark Knight um, oh, three. the Batman. Yeah. yeah. The, Cause it's, it's like that same pit kind of depth. Um, but yeah, so basically uh, they keep digging until a woman who I don't, I can't remember if they say her name in the episode, but uh, online, her name is Eureka uh, basically finds a Kyber crystal. As soon as she does, Um, Steve Bloom sends a probe droid to go and grab it, and then once they confirm it's a kyber crystal, that expedites the digging process, uh, until they finally hit basically bedrock. Um, and once they hit bedrock, uh, the stormtroopers basically remark, oh, okay, well, we've now, they've hit it, like, they're done, um, and all the people at the bottom start cheering because they think that means that they're, they're done and they're free, but nope, the Empire packs up and just leaves them in the pit, um, so that's bait, kind of where the the crux of the episode really starts. Uh, ironic that I said crux because uh, then we get to to kind of one of the one of the main characters, which is Eureka, talks to uh, this other character named Crux about what they're going to do um, now that everyone's panicking that the Empire left them behind and you know they're going to run out of supplies eventually. Um, so Crux tells the others that you know if he can get up out of the pit and uh, get to the city nearby, he can get help because he kind of. He's got a naive personality where he's like, you know, people are good. They'll help us. Um, so basically, as he's getting ready to go up, um, he talks to also this. I, I don't I didn't know if they were related or not because they kind of act like it. But at the same time, it's never said um, this little girl named Livy um, basically asks Crocs what he means about how they'll do the right thing and, and follow the light and all that stuff. Um, And Crux explains that, you know, everyone has an inner light and it'll guide them in the right direction. Um, You know, we're getting the morals of the story here. And he he kind of remarks about how it lives inside all of them, just like the kyber crystals they've been digging up. And then he uh, gives Livy this like tiny kyber crystal, um, basically tells her not to be afraid. And then he starts his um, very, again, Bruce Wayne-esque climb up the pit. Um he is helped the the on the way up by what I can only describe as tiny discount sand true. Um it that's immediately what I'm, it, it's like this little um They're moles, cross,
1: but they can see
2: right yeah, it's like a mole. Like a, a mole and I, I was thinking pangolin. pangolin like pangolin, it yeah. looks like a yeah, like a pangolin. Yeah. Um that kind of like digs the holes for him to help him get up. So he gets up to the top, uh, runs into the city. Um which is very far away, there's a couple of things that were a little bit kind of humorous to me, but like he makes it to the city, and uh, you know he's asking all the people and nobody seems to care, and he's like, Oh, there's this pit, you know, please help, blah blah, blah. He ends up eventually getting onto uh like this kind of makeshift dais and starts addressing all the people, telling them about this pit where all these people are trapped, and everyone's like, what there's a pit? there's a pit, and I'm like, there are there are no landmarks. In anywhere around this city, how do you not know about the only thing in this area, which is the pit that all the stormtroopers used to be at?
0: Also, you have to fly (laughs) into this location, I assume.
2: Legit. Or do you not see I was
0: so
1: mad. Unless they close all the windows when you're upon
0: landing or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was so funny. If you were in any of the high rises in there, you would (laughs) see it through your window.
2: Yeah. Hey, look, it's desert, desert, hole. Hole, hole. (laughs)
1: Like, what? What is it? Oh, that's the well they get
0: their water from.
1: <laughs> is is there some kind of maw there? Is there some kind of beast there? Yeah. Um, maybe we send some people to check day. it out.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, no. So so what yeah, they no. all started like, oh, oh, what? There's a hole. I've never seen that before. And then while that's happening, um, obviously some stormtroopers see him run up and and are like, hey, get get down from there. So Crook tries to run. He makes it like three and a half meters, and then he gets uh, stun bolted. Um. And I was like, okay, cool. They're going to take him to detention or whatever. No, they <laughs> take him back to the pit.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't think any of us were expecting this because it's like shockingly uh, brutal. For Yeah, they fucking, they judge dread him. That's what I immediately thought of is they just hurl him in back into the pit and he just falls the whole way down and, and hits the bottom. I thought so, he was going to
0: struggle out of their stuff and like start running back or something like that. No, I, no. I just, I was like, I don't know gonna what's going to happen. shot him
2: at that point. Yeah, yeah. Their whole objective was to kill yeah. to silence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and and there's a very but to what purpose, right? And yeah. there's a very kind of weirdly odd tonal dichotomy that that I'll talk about later on because I was expecting it to kind of repeat in the opposite later on, and then it didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So basically, like they're all um distraught over it, and Livy sees Quox's body, and um basically starts to give the stirring speech about how, you know, um. They need to follow the light and then the people will hear them. Uh, which I was like, well, that's a little bit naive of you. But everyone starts chanting, follow the light, follow the light. And it, it somehow makes its way all the way to the city. I'm sure it reverberated off all of those walls. Close it yeah. Fucking yeah. Is. <laughs> um, unless they're going to try and tell me that like, somehow the pit was an echo chamber. No, but, I mean, it, it kind of was.
0: It's, it's pretty big. But-
2: but then it, it makes it even make even less sense. To be, just go straight you, up. They didn't hear the pickaxes all, all day. The whole like, time? Yeah. Like, you didn't hear the construction yeah. being yeah. done? Like, fuck. Um, but yeah, so, so eventually all the citizens here and they start coming out to, to take a look at this pit that they've never noticed. Um, and uh, Steve Bloom basically tries to pull the like, ah, oh, stand down, go back to your homes. So we'll start firing. Like, you know, all right, well, I'll shoot. I swear to God. Um, the the citizens just walk right past them. I was, I was kind of expecting it to be like a 300 moment where they end up like yeah, walking so close. The they back. push. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, they walk so close that they like push the stormtroopers off the cliff. Yeah. By, uh, oh, just getting okay. clo- but nothing happens. And, and then the stormtroopers are like, commander, what do we do? And Steve Bloom's like, well, we're not needed anymore. Let's leave. Okay. Yeah. So they, they just dip. Um, and I was like, Oh, okay. That's uh, well, not what I was expecting, but they, they kind of look down the hole, uh, see all the people down there and then like go back kind of fake out. I'm like, oh, are they going to just leave us here? Uh, like, every, all the prisoners are, like, freaking out about it. But then um, it looked like a transit bus basically comes down, lands in the pit, takes them on board, and then uh, we kind of see everybody, like, they take all the prisoners into these buses, start to take them back to the main city. Um, and then as uh, the episode is ending, uh, what's her name? Oh, Livy uh, is sitting with her mom, and she kind of, like, looks out sees the light of the suns puts her hand on it and then she uh, holds the kyber crystal and oh my god she's jedi um you basically the she's kyber a force sensitive user not a jedi she, will be, she no, has oh, no I'm, formal training oh i'm sorry what do you think's going to happen with the young jump. child of the, yeah um <laughs> but it it was actually like it, it was a moment i did think was kind of cool especially if this is the way we're starting to to lean with kyber crystals yeah um where it like it stands up in her palm and starts like rotating in the air, and she stares at it and starts to uh, turn it's white originally, but it starts to turn blue, and then the light shining off of her eyes as the episode kind of kind of ends. Um, and it was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, because that was my big thing is the I, I Wait, still
1: did
0: you guys see the end credits?
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say the Kyber yeah. credit thing or Kyber crystal thing, but because um, I'm still kind of annoyed with the whole like hyper emo like edgelord cringy like oh you have to make a kyber crystal bleed for it to be red now yeah um if they're going the opposite way with it well like your purity determines the color of the kyber crystal like eh, you know i I guess that kind of evens it out but so what defines
1: blue and green then for purity that's kind of right
0: i think it's maybe like based on like how you are like personality trait wise. like do you feel like you need to protect others or like whatever (laughs) it is i don't know that kind of thing your own personal like
1: uh you have to do the motivations the 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 introvert extrovert. Yes, test yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, what, what color personality what, what, yeah. are you? Yeah, your
2: your your four letters determine the color. Yeah. Of <laughs> um. Fucking hell! Right, <laughs> this is ridiculous. That'd be so good. But but yeah, so so there is an after credits, like Dan mentioned, where the the shrew pangolin thing comes back out and it runs by this. We've seen this old guy like painting something the entire time. Um, and it turns out to be this mural of like crux and the empire and Livy and and all the people. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's definitely, um, kind of homaging to street art. Like it's very much kind of done in that kind of spray style, which was, I mean, it looks really cool. It did look really good. Um, yeah. And so that's the episode overall. Um, though there's one thing that I'm a little bit interested in with, uh, the actual studio. So I'll, I'll go into that a little bit now. Um, and that just has to do with uh, Diarch Stagio is it's kind of interesting because it's like, as far as I can tell, it's a a pair of Western uh, brothers. Well, you know, Western Hemisphere, because um, what I've seen, it's Arthel and Darnell uh, Isorn, who founded a studio, I think, in Japan. It is. Yeah. Um, cool. And then it have, have had it kind of spread out to like one or two... Sp- uh, small North American branches. Um, so yeah, it's it's very much a, it's still a Japanese uh, animation, but it's very much kind of like a super indie um, one that has a very unique environment, especially for, um, you know, an animation studio.
1: Uh,
2: it, it's located in Tokyo from what I was able to, to find. Uh, so that you know, Tokyo is a big, big place. I can't really, t- you know, I can't really tell you ex- explicitly anything about it outside of the fact that it in Tokyo. Um, in terms of their work, they've done a bunch of original things. I haven't seen any of them, unfortunately. Um, so a lot of the things that were coming up was there's uh, a music video by The Weekend called Snow Child that they did. Um, they have a small uh, series called Sound and Fury that's two episodes. Uh, A couple of shorts like uh, The Doll, uh, Shoujo no Piero, um, Telephone Funk Trailer, Indigo Ignited. Um, A bunch of things where, you know, unfortunately I haven't seen any of the original stuff, but I have seen their work on anime because they have done um, a lot of important... uh, So (laughs) how much information animation do I give? So from what I saw on uh, The it's their bread and butter is key animations. Um, So that is the main... Points of the animation, all the the um, shots that are, or I guess all of the actions that are the most important, you do the, all of those together, and then you have another crew come in and they do the cleanups and in betweens. Um, so there's one thing that they've done that is Western, uh, and that is that they did animation cleanup for season three of Castlevania.
0: Oh yeah, what a great um, so, series!
2: Yeah, so ironically, they've done both basically. Um, the season three stuff is very clean, so that, that was really cool to know. Um, they've done a lot of like single episodes, so I guess the contract out work, um, for a bunch of anime that I don't think any of us have seen, and then a bunch of anime that we've definitely seen.
0: Uh, are you um, sure? So, <laughs> are you sure we've
2: seen some of this stuff? Well, I'll I know, through, I know, I know. Yes. I'm looking
0: <laughs> at the same list you are. Um,
2: oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm looking at the I'll same
1: be ready list. to be surprised. Don't worry. Oh, it's so, good stuff.
2: So I'll start with the stuff I don't think any of us have watched. Okay. Um, so that's Actors, Song Connection, um, Gura, Gura Zenny, uh, Money Pitch, uh, High School DxD Hero, uh, How to Keep a Mummy, um, Kakuriyo Bed and Breakfast for Spirits, um, Merc Storia, The Apathetic Boy, and The Girl in a Bottle. Um, what are the names that you just... Uh, it's, sh- it's show, anime, new, new,
0: new anime shows nowadays, it's like a full-on sentence. Or paragraph, just of just Yeah, words together. I know. Uh,
1: like they still did that before because yeah. the, when you said bleach, everybody's like, What the hell are you talking about? At least it's like, product? but you're
0: like, Bleach, that's that sounds, What what is that about? And it's like, that time I was reading a kind of slime in my fifth grade, like geography class with my friend. It's like, okay, cool.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's an easy guy thing, but yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, record of the Grand Crest War. Um, Seven Deadly Sins: Revival of the Commandments, which I think is season two. Is that a movie? Probably. I, I don't even know. think it's season two of Seven Deadly. If it's season two, I've seen that.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, or it might be season two or three. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I, as far as I can understand, it's before the animation went to garbage. Um, <laughs> Tokyo Ghoul Re, which is the sequel to oh. Tokyo Ghoul. Okay, I've seen that. Oh, okay. Um, and Warlords of sigdrafa. Sigrifa? Sedrifa. Okay, so you've seen Tokyo. I, I haven't. Oh, recently there, actually, yeah, yeah. There's two it's Tokyo, Tokyo Ghoul, things, Ghoul... Right? and Tokyo it... Ghoul A or something.
1: Tokyo Ghoul Route A, I think it is just the beginning, oh, okay. and then Tokyo Ghoul R E or V is the
2: continuation of that. Uh, okay okay the the most i know about tokyo ghoul is the centipede scene and unravel <laughs> <laughs> unravels all you need don't even worry yeah right? <laughs> i haven't seen
0: any tokyo ghoul but i heard it's really good
2: you'd like it yeah it's it's it seems you know, pretty maybe. grim dark it is it yeah, can I be should, i should watch it at some point oh, it's, no. it's got
1: it's got a nice ending i th- i think yeah it's oh, okay. yeah. good okay. yeah it's got a nice ending what have we seen uh, so yeah so moving <laughs> on to
2: stuff that i'm pretty sure we have seen i haven't seen uh these two series but uh they did work for a couple of episodes of overlord two season two and three nice. yes nice. um key animations for episode five uh episode three five and 13 for two and then episode eight and three um some other stuff that they've also done uh they did attack on titan uh, key animation for episode fifty-six. Um two shows that I think only I've seen, although I'm not sure. Uh Fire Force uh key animation for season two. Um and I've then Yeah. And I and then Gintama season four key animation yeah, for episode I eight. Have to watch that. Oh, Gintama I've Gintama's seen so only a handful,
0: good. but it's so good. The Gintama one thing I to say is awesome. when you watch Fire Force season one, are you gonna watch Fire Force? Fire Force, yeah. Okay. Have you seen it or no?
1: I've seen clips of it because uh, okay. old roommates used to watch it. So okay. I, I won't, I won't get things. into it
0: too much, but the end of season one, that's where mm. it completely lost me. Where I was like, really, this is how you're going to end season one at this point with this character? Do you know what I'm well, talking they about? Had
1: have, they had to end it because of all the things that
2: were happening at the time, right?
0: I don't
1: know.
2: It was just they, really they weird to way put to put end it. On it. Hiatus. They, they had to delay the anime season one and two. Okay. Oh, did they? Um, okay. See, I, th- I thought the end of uh, season one was really good, actually. Okay. I, I thought that the regression i i don't want to spoil too much yeah, but yeah. the regression in season two was what bugged me more okay no, I, I didn't even watch no. after
0: this, like the finale of season one everything was great up to that i'm like i don't know and i didn't watch season two but it, is it good after the regression or uh
2: well i didn't usually finish not oh, okay so, so never get mind <laughs> <laughs> the um, too far it's just like
1: yes. I just might as well watch season one all over again
2: yeah pretty much uh so i guess i'll say this one because i i am I know it's going to take or, you know, it's only one episode, um, but then there's one that I'm a little bit biased on how much I, I like what they did, which is they did episode 17 of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure's Golden Wind. Nice. Uh, now, I can't tell you specifically what episode I'm that looking is, that up now. Golden Wind is good stuff. It's like one with Golden baby Wind. face. It, oh boy, is it? Oh yeah. my oh.
1: days. Okay. Nobody's favorite stand.
0: Oh, yeah, that's things. the one with baby face, locks. Okay. Her, uh, yeah. The train.
2: Oh, fully the. Tra- Wait. Let
0: me the just train? see here. uh It is nightfall as one of the passengers in an express it's, train it's locks yourself in episodes. their first class
2: room. Okay, it's the first episode yeah. of, of the two parter then. Yeah, um, uh, jumbo, Jorno, yeah, and then the second episode is the uh, end of of Babyface into White album.
0: Yeah, so they had um, Gold Experience attempts to punch Babyface, who evades the strike, but is tied by Vi- Like that's basically the the piranha eating its way out of Babyface is the last part of that episode, I guess.
2: Okay, yeah, so that's that's the end of the first part. Yeah, the second part is is with the motorcycle. What a uh, weird. Not that I, I don't watch too much of that series. <laughs> oh it's so good just like reading that i I made
0: this for anybody who hasn't seen jojo's is listening to this right now like eating a piranha eating its way out of what it's like oh watch jojo's
2: it's 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 definitely not for everybody but it is some peak shonen it It is is for everybody it's some crazy (laughs) shit
1: it's not for everybody and then you start watching it like this is
2: the best thing in the world it's so ridiculous it's so amazing um, and then, finally, something that I know we've all seen and are all fans of, uh, they have done key animation for three episodes of One Piece. Yep. Oh, man, that is episodes 903, 913, and 937. I have I some information about that. Recent stuff, then. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it's Wano. Okay. I have some information about all this stuff. Boom, so, boom, boom. I follow the One Piece podcast, and boom, they've boom, had... Boom. Boom. Um, one of the
2: old key <laughs> animators. <Fighting gold>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, he as as said golden. I was like, I'm sorry, heard yeah. already. <laughs> one, of that old... was one of the best openings, man. Was,
2: it's so oh, good.
0: Yeah. Oh, their soundtrack in Golden Wind is phenomenal.
2: The soundtrack in JoJo's, is it's great.
0: Yeah, phenomenal. Um, so they had a, a guy that used to work there. His name's um ooh, Henry Thurlow, and he uh, did key hmm. animation for One Piece through dear Stargio, and okay. I believe those three episodes are the three episodes he worked on. Oh, okay. um, cool. for the key animation, and honestly, his key animation in, in Wano is absolutely insane. So then, after Henry finished these three episodes, he was actually hired by Toei to be a key yeah. animator for them on site,
2: oh, okay.
0: Okay. so for that he's been working on Wano to the point where he got to work on Film Z oh. for a lot of it, and then he also yeah. is now the first foreign person to ever direct an anime episode in Japan, he fully directed episode 1066 of one piece hmm. um and that episode is i think the Zoro episode let me double check um, which one
2: <laughs> there's a lot of Zoro and wano is the one where he's going the no, it's, it's, time? No, it's,
0: it's like the newest
2: <laughs> i'm assuming you're talking about the one where he's uh fighting king yeah Game, i believe yeah. i believe that's yeah. the
0: one um, I might be wrong, I haven't seen the newest episodes yet, so it's on my list of things to watch, but he has, he's like posted all about it on his uh, Instagram, and sorry, yeah. his Twitter. So I'm, I'm sure,
2: yeah, I'm sure i talked about this on the podcast, I'm not gonna try and retract my bias now. I don't watch the One Piece anime. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't enjoy it, but... Wano is absolutely bonkers. I, I do need to start going back and watching the actual, like, the good scenes of wano in yeah. the anime cuz mm. most of the time they don't butcher the timing with those scenes. Oh. Okay. Um, so
1: they've killed it. Yeah, I mean it. It,
2: either way though, One Piece is like the largest anime out there. So it's awesome that they were able to work on, yeah. on that. It's it's megalithic, right? And
0: uh, apparently this is the first uh black owned animation studio in Japan, which is not no, that's cool. yeah. So that's, uh, that's really one of the cool. things.
2: That's, yeah, that's big. Yeah. Um yeah, so overall that's about everything i've got for uh the arts Arch- <laughs> it's hard to say um, yeah right but Arch-stagio. um <laughs> yeah overall um i i will be honest the plot of this episode was, was kind of it was the most basic plot we've had so far
0: it almost didn't give um, you like a like a full circle kind of like you feel yeah. you feel good you know it was weird
1: well there's a conclusion yeah. so it's it's not as vague as a souls yeah that's true kind of <laughs> well no i don't think anything is as vague story. as that story <laughs> so, yeah I, I was expecting it at one point because yeah. like here dig here okay they dig okay they're digging for kyber but you kind of have to figure that out yeah. yourself right mm-hmm. and then okay they leave leave in pit okay how get out of pit guy crime okay he's out of pit he goes tell people people are unsure okay people check for themselves because they hear things why is the city so close why is this Why is this? how did they not see the amount of questions you have from it where it's just like could they explain why maybe they took them from that there was a little village there but we didn't see where they came from yeah. right so anything like that there's like there's a lot of open-ended stuff like that the main thing was just to show hope i guess yeah and always have hope and always yep. have hope and always have hope that's star wars but like Exactly. Right. And that that's something that we've said about other episodes in this season as well, where mm. it's like they're really preaching hope. So maybe if there was one common denominator alongside them where like Disney was just like, there needs to be hope. Mm. Just have that in there. You can't make a villain story, basically. And
2: yeah. And there, there's um, there's definitely other episodes that this episode kind of uh, calls back to. Um, the first thing that came to mind was um I'm trying to remember the name of, of the episode. Uh here, give me one second. From Visions oh, or In in the Stars. Uh yeah, yeah. Episode three of this season. Um, that whole kind of continuing theme of light, um, and the, the importance of it and relying in it, right? Where, you know, it, in the stars it, it was light based off of the stars, and in this one it's just the light it's well not just it's the light of hope instead. Yeah. Um it's it's kind of interesting how the themes are kind of uh relating and correlating with each other. Um it's like the tenants of Star Wars. Yeah. The the only other thing that was a little bit, I don't know, I- interesting. It was something that kind of bugged me at first, but the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't have any precedent to judge this with. Um, is a lot of the prisoners in the beginning, when they start digging, look the same after the pit's fully been dug out. Um, but an entire city's been built in the background. The
0: thing is, they weren't using the pickaxes the entire time. Because you see them like have technology later on, like once they have the city starting to well, be built and stuff, they, they have they more kept, more they, stuff on
2: them. They kept the pickaxes the whole time. They did, was, but they have other stuff, other stuff as well. being built on, t- yeah, yeah, on top of it. Um, but no, my, my point was that like cities time. take like decades to build. I don't know how long a city takes to be built in Star Wars. Um, I didn't look at how I'm based on real world technology.
0: I see, I didn't. I didn't like pause and see how many days like went by in like the time lapse, but I'm sure oh, it was like I, at I... least a month that seemed like.
2: I, I don't think you could use the time lapse to accurately judge. No, it. okay. because like, you take creative liberty. It's, imagine how long it would have been if they yeah. were actually doing like a full thought out time scale. That's fair. That's um, fair. But yeah, I mean it's it's not I guess it's it's not beyond reasonable belief to to imagine it was like five years. Who knows, right? Like but it was just interesting to me that that it took that like uh it took enough time for an entire city to be built, but a lot of the characters look the same
0: yeah. before
2: and after the time skip. But again, not beyond belief.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I thought when the city was being built, I'm like, oh, are they like building the city so these people can go back there and like live there and then come back and like it's like that kind of thing?
2: Oh no, no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay,
0: with, yeah. nope, this is just them being slaves. Okay, yeah, cool beans. <laughs> uh, a little bit, um,
1: but it was more watery thing.
0: Imagine digging a hole that deep. Just in general. Oh, yeah. It would
2: be ridiculous. And then
0: climbing out of it with your bare hands and no safety equipment. That part's
2: ridiculous. I mean, it's doable. Definitely doable. But yeah, it was crazy.
0: It was the crux of the story, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get into the English cast, I guess. So we have not a huge cast for this one, not like the last one, but we do have a decent amount with six people. Mm -hmm. David Diggs, um, well known for Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock as Jamdolin, Snowpiercer (laughs) as Andre Layton. Blind Spotting is Colin. The Little Mermaid new movie. The live action one is Sebastian's voice. Um, oh, uh Blackish is Joe uh Johan or John Johan Johnson. Uh, DC League of Super Pets is Cyborg. And okay. I don't know if I'm just gonna check the quick Hamilton. He plays in as Marquis de Laf- uh, Lafayette. Bob's Burgers, he plays as Douglas and Jesse. Oh, he plays in Star Wars Resistance as Norath Kev. Cool. I don't know who that is. Okay. I can't remember who that is. Uh, Bojack Horseman as Cooper Thomas Rogers Wallace Sr. Um, Ferdinand as Doss. Got a lot of credits here that are like decently like in the know. And then we have that. Uh, David played Crux, uh, if I didn't say that earlier. Anika Noni Rose as Eureka and the Mother uh, played as, uh, let's see here. The Princess and the Frog as Tiana. Dreamgirls as Laurel Robinson. Ralph Breaks the Internet as Tiana. And Everything Everything as Pauline. And just a quick run through of her credits. Anything else that kind of pops up l- earlier in her career? Um, not that I can see. Looking at the next credit we have is Jordan Curret as Livy. And uh, she's well known for Home Economics as Shamaya. Um, marriage story as Molly and 911 as Rasha, and just looking at her credits quick, I don't think there's anything of like mainstream there. We have Cedric Yarbrough as the old prisoner, which I guess was like the old man that uh, Crux looked at and like ripped off his sleeve and then put on his head.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and then he talks a couple of times.
0: Well. Oh yeah, he has like a few lines. Yeah. He plays the dad at the health clinic and the forty-year-old virgin. He mm-hmm. plays Chocolate Giddy up as bl- in Black Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> Tito as okay, in the boss okay. and Reno911 as Deputy S. Jones and a drunk cowboy as well. So he definitely has a lot of interesting credits.
2: Um, I'm pretty sure Chocolate Giddyup's one of the pimps, right?
0: I have never seen it, so I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm conferring with that.
0: <laughs> Bojack Horseman, they play uh, Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face and Chicken for Days announcer. Um, really?
1: Hey, wait, he's, he's, the, he's the... Meow
0: Meow Fuzzy Face Officer. We wear we bear bears. Uh, Teddy Sunshine, he plays that. Uh, Skylanders, he plays as wind up.
1: Skylanders, bye. Wow,
0: he plays like Neil deGrasse Tyson's voice yeah. in Mike Tyson Mysteries.
1: They
0: <laughs> okay, um, wouldn't just
2: get Neil Tyson; they had get... <laughs> Brooklyn Nine
0: Nine. He plays as Steve. No, they
2: use all that money from a Norm McDonald's
0: <laughs> He plays as Steve in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know who that is specifically. Steve, yeah, Not sure. uh, Justice League. He plays as a sub technician and a thug, and I think man, he's got lots of credit. Mafia Two, additional voices, Iron Man Two, firepower, the, the movie, Iron Man Two. Um, yeah. Man, he's got a lot of credits. He's in basically every Reno nine one one that's ever been published. So okay, there's that. We have Steve Bloom, which I've never heard of before, but apparently he's Zebarelios <laughs> in Star Wars Rebels some guy named Spike Spiegel in Cowboy Bebop, oh,
2: Star Scream yeah, Transformers Prime, guy.
0: Logan or Wolverine some freaking weird superhero and Wolverine and the X-Men.
2: Yeah, oh, I've never really you're going to pretend that you haven't heard of him and you don't know who Wolverine <laughs> no, I know, is. No, I
0: know. We all know who he is. If you've not heard of Steve Bloom, you're kind of under the under the uh, the clouds there under a rock.
2: Not knowing Wolverine is the straw that breaks my camel's back. Yeah, he
0: was basically Steve Bloom's the guy that has the most voice acting credits in the world. He's in the Guinness mm. World Records for it. If you look up his name, you have guaranteed either seen a movie, played a video game, or heard an Something. audiobook, oh, yeah. an anime, like everything, cartoon, he is in it. Like Starcraft, he's in, Final Fantasy games, he's in, Blade, X-Men, Thor, Bulletstorm, if you've never played that, I just see that there.
2: Hmm. He's the main character.
0: Yeah, you got Lord of the Rings, Command & Conquer, Dragon Age as Ogren. Um, Ogren, Ogre, Ogre. sorry, never played the game. Um, He plays Ah. a Rochimaru in Naruto, apparently. And a second Hokage as well. No More Heroes, he plays Dark Star, like everything. You could literally name this for hours and hours. Yeah. And the last credit we have... Oh, sorry, Steve Bloom played the commander. And then Matthew Wood plays the Stormtroopers. And he's most famous for stuff in the sound department over at Lucasfilm. So Mm -hmm. he voices General Grievous, all the droids, like the B-1 battle droids, and I believe the B-2 battle droids as well. Um, And he's done that for ever so he's
2: he's kind of like the d bradley baker of stormtrooper voices though like anytime i hear matthew woods it's like as a stormtrooper it's it's in my head it's like oh classic yeah classic stormtrooper
0: absolutely but like the thing he's really like his position at (laughs) lucasfilm is literally just sound design or sound editor or sound engineer but Mm. he does have a good voice to be able to use for stormtroopers and other roles like that too so Mm. those are all our credits so if you ever want to look up any of these people just take a look at the credits on the wiki page and uh yeah you might be able to find some interesting little Easter eggs for yourself. Um,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of Easter eggs, I, I didn't see too many this episode, honestly. Like the the only ones that stuck out to me were um, when Crux gets to the city, there's a whole bunch of alien races. You see Twi'leks, Quarins, Rodians, probably yeah. a couple others um, that I'm I'm missing out there on. And the only other thing that I wasn't sure, I, I need to go back and double check, but it ha- it's... Shown so quickly, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Is it looks like the the transports that come down to deliver Steve Bloom and the other stormtroopers to try and stop the civilians? Um, they look like the imperial um, hover uh, APCs, I yes. guess you call them from, from Mandalorian and rebels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: they do look like that, but like a flying version of it because they have like the side parts where you like people can stand
2: yeah yeah so kind of like a modified version but Mm -hmm. other than that i think that those were really the only um and then i guess they they've got a modified viper probe droid that's been shrunk three times
0: with like a little claw to get
2: the little yeah yeah yeah, with a little grabber claw that 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 was really the only um easter eggs i really noticed this episode
0: that and like the kyber i guess is one of them um yeah that's basically it I mean, I I enjoyed this episode. It definitely wasn't my favorite, but it had some pretty cool animation. The one thing I would say about the animation is that they had a lot of facial movements and like hand movements that were just, I guess, not needed in that scene from my perspective. But I mean, apart from mm-hmm. that, I'd say like the end of the episode with Livy and like the little kyber crystal and it transforming like the the reflection in her eyes and everything. I thought that was really well done. Um and just like the art style itself, I really enjoyed just like the character designs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Well done, Ed. Do you have any last thoughts?
1: Yeah, honestly, the climb, the whole Dark Knight Rises climb was really cool. I (laughs) love the fact fact that like like, I was gonna call them the moles. We came out just like oh you're trying to do a thing yeah we'll help let me tell my family of like 300 and we'll help you out of here it's like <laughs> it's just like anytime you see them in anything they're never bad they're always helpful like i reminds me of avatar with Toph, yeah just in the caves mm. and then learning from the badger like, moles <laughs> i to, forgot how about to that do um yeah so that was cool i'm still like i liked it overall it was just the 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 city and the distance from the pit is just so ridiculous <laughs> to me that I I yeah. can't get over it. Where it's just mm. like, yeah, I'll run to the city and get help. It's like, okay, how long that? I wish they showed him like, if it was a journey, like it took him three days to get there. It's like a quick far.
0: quick time lapse or something, where he's just like day yeah. night day night or mm. something.
1: A day night day night day. Okay, cool. But no, it was just like, I'll oh, run to the city. I look up, it's there. Okay, yeah. I'm there. It's just mm. like, fuck. So why did I take you half an hour? Are you serious? Yeah.
2: Same thing with the people walking out of the city, right? It seems like it was, like, two and a half minutes.
0: Yeah. So, Ed, any last thoughts?
2: I want... Again,
1: it seems like with all of these episodes, you want some kind of continuation because they've all intrigued you enough. Yeah. We want to see it. This one is, like... It leaves a lot of things open-ended, but a lot of things with too much to to stretch in order to continue it. Like, okay, she's got a kyber crystal, and she's force-sensitive where are they mm. obviously empire is around so you're not really going to get trained you've got to be hiding it now for sure mm. um if you
0: if she even knows that she should be hiding it right because she's a, she's it. little right
1: so that's it that's one thing because he could she could go around being telling people like show them the light but like i hope like they're near Jeddah or something at least mm. so that she can see them
0: i mean if she's near uh, Jeddah, she might die she in of the, the wills. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah but that won't be for a that's probably and pretty it's close. It's
2: only part of Jeddah that gets obliterated. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it, yeah.
1: It's the main city
2: that they take out yeah. pretty the, much, right?
0: So. Yeah. In the comics, they actually go back. I think I told you guys this. They go back to Jeddah, and it's like after Rogue One. Mm-hmm. and It's like a complete like wasteland that's like the atmosphere is all completely destroyed. They like wear special gear and stuff like that to be on the surface and whatnot.
1: Mm. I but, believe it because it would have just spread after that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It
0: was basically just like this, like, old waste, wasteland, right? Mm.
2: yeah one point that you touched on that i think is is interesting as well is kind of seeing it branch off in two different paths is um this is i think the second um episode of vision season two where we've had a very uh kind of basic story yeah um the other one was i am your mother yep um very very basic i race kids school win win the race (laughs) yeah um but I think the thing that's interesting is that what differentiates the two is that obviously I am your mother's packed full of comedy. Yeah. Um and so that kind of not necessarily masks, but it adds on to the basicness of the story. You can tell a very basic story and then throw in a bunch of comedy. And especially um for a British style comedy, that's yes. like that's your bread and butter. That's like what, what is tried and true. The good stuff. Um mm-hmm. the the flip side is that with the pit, um, it is that same kind of basic story, but it fits into the world, which is something I Am Your Mother does not at all. Yeah, because um, comedy would ruin this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. well yeah, There's no levity there, to be found yeah, in it exactly. whatsoever. Yeah. And then at the same time, if you're like, no, 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 I Am Your Mother is takes place in-universe, they have tiny Death Star cannons that come out of Yeah, like, no, absolutely not. It's like, come
1: on. Yeah, really? exactly.
2: If anybody saw that come out of a ship or you'd something, you'd only need, like, a one Kyber crystal Viet for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be eliminated right. to be like what the fuck did you just
0: yeah.
2: do yeah <laughs> like, oh no we were just trying to it's win to the like, race no it's to we like solidify being... that
0: they're like you the bad just... guys of that episode right yeah
2: do, do, you, guys, do you guys hear about Wedge until side hustle yeah what's yeah
1: he
0: doing over <laughs> he's such a he's a sellout it's a <laughs> show Can you
1: imagine them talking about that at rebel base like Wedge what the fuck are you doing man yeah yeah <laughs> I saw this poster of you on the other. What is this? I do love <laughs> oh, how they got oh, actually.
0: Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, the voice actor. Yeah, like the actual actor from mm. *Wedge* until he's to do his voice. Mm. Which yeah. fun fact for people who don't know, he's the uncle of uh, Ewan McGregor. So there you go. Mm. That's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. So it's, yeah, to me, that's very interesting that you can take that same thing and have two very different outcomes that that still work pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I think that does it for this episode. Let's get into the outro. Welcome to the outro of this podcast. We appreciate you guys listening to all of our ramblings. And if I left any of that random stuff that happened throughout this episode in it, um, enjoy those as well. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to let us know what you thought of these episodes and kind of want to put your voice in the podcast as well, you're more than welcome to, uh, like Real Farm Boy has done in the past. And to let you know, Ed, go for it.
1: You can find all this information over at voiceoftheforce.com as well. A little bit more about us and some pictures we posted up, everything like that. Check it out. It's a good place to look at. If you want to contact us by email, our email is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. We are on social media. We have Twitter and Instagram. We are at VoiceCoursePod. So anything that we post there, if you retweet it, repost it, anything like that. Could be new episode tweets. Could be something cool we've seen. It does help with growing the listener base, and we really do appreciate it. We are on Twitch. Tuesdays, as Noma said, uh, does live streams with his uh, VTuber friend, Roomba friend, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They play, right now, they are playing Project Zomboid amazing game really cool game definitely definitely take a look at it it is a lot of chaotic fun
2: (laughs) and and right now specifically again i don't know when this episode is coming up but if you're listening to this around the same time well you'll see if the twitter schedule or sorry if the twitch schedule lines up um we were doing zomboid we swapped over to tropico for a little bit i think next week we're doing risk of rain um and then we'll either go back to another uh what's it called City management game, or back to Zomboid, but yeah, that's uh, just like punishing stories.
1: yourselves. Just, <laughs> yeah, no. Tropical is another one where you can lose so much time and just like, oh yeah, how am I gonna make this the best city? And what, when did I turn into an evil and
2: overlord? What is time? Everybody? What everybody is time? Over. Oh yeah, Roomba didn't even get that far. You can watch <laughs> <The Vod? laughs> He got he got to declaring independence and then the rebels uh, basically obliterated. Them. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but I mean, it's interesting. It's you guys interesting. have they good laps playing, if
1: nothing else. Yeah, they're the games that Noma and Rubefriend Friend are playing are games that, like, you may not pick up at first glance at the store or anything like that, but when you see the craziness that you can get up to in some of these, it'll just have you intrigued. Oh, so yeah, definitely check those mm-hmm. out on Fridays. Um, sometimes we'll have our stream, but for most times, Noma will be on there again with his armor group all everything that's going on there with the 91st division like they are hilarious the operations are really cool to see actually because these are all these are all planned they're all put together and everybody who's there except for the enemies for the most part <laughs> are bo- like the enemies are bots but everybody else is a person and mm-hmm. it is fantastic seeing what these guys get up to and the coordination and the non-coordination of things at times (laughs) Yeah. but but it's it's something that if you have time on a friday anytime after six between six and eight between eight and ten whatever time schedule comes up most likely six if you do have the time, please check it out because it supports the channel. You get to see something cool. And even if it's in the background and you're listening, you're like, how oh, that was funny. You can always go back and watch some of these. So if you think, oh, I missed one. Let me go see one. They're up on our channel right now. They'll be there for a little bit before they're gone. Please, please take a look at those. And finally, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave us a five-star review and a comment, it does help with visibility, so the next person you tell about the podcast can find us that much easier. And when you do subscribe or follow for free, you can get the latest episode as soon as it releases.
0: Thank you very much, guys. And remember, if you're in a pit and you run to a city... Don't let the stormtroopers catch you because they will just toss you down that pit and kill you. Don't do it.
1: He said there were hundreds of people down there, and we saw like 24. So yeah. I don't <laughs> know what it was gone about. In- There's so many. <laughs> They've got hundreds of us, and then yeah. you see like twenty dropships coming. I was like, for twenty, like what the fuck? I was so confused by that, and then I was just like, oh, there's like little groups and little groups. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe well, they were all they... just barely off screen. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, did they ship times. some of them in afterwards. Like some, <laughs> these are things we could have seen. Oh well. Oh.